Coming up on The Potter's Touch. Trust me, people say it costs something to get where I am. It costs something. It costs enduring some things. It costs overcoming some obstacles. It costs making some mistakes. I, some, some of it I got, but it was a hostile takeover. I had to fight my way out. I had to cry my way out. I had to crawl my way out. I had to do things I wish I hadn't have done to get where I am today. It cost, touch your neighbor and say it costs something. I'm Pastor Cora Jakes Coleman, and I want to thank you so much for coming and watching the Potter's Touch today. I don't know what you're going through, but I know that sometimes we can feel bound, we can feel broken, we can feel burdened, and we need a message to kind of pull us out of our rut. Well, good thing for us that the bishop, my daddy, has a message just for you. The cost of freedom, no matter what you're going through, you must consider the cost. So let's see, what is the cost of freedom. You must understand that revival and conversion and ministry started amongst Jewish converts. Salvation comes first to the Jew and then to the Greek. It started amongst Jews to convert them from one religious ideology to the next ideology. It started there, but it didn't stay there. And the further in the early church period, in the early church age, the apostolic age, there was a constant decline amongst Jewish believers about Christianity, in part, I believe, because of the pressure that was placed on them, that everything, when pressure is applied, you can tell what you're made of. I'm gonna let this soak in. I'm talking about Jews, but I'm talking about life. I'm talking about people who start things and stop. I'm talking about the difference between being free and being free indeed. I'm talking about understanding that people will say things with their mouth, but when it comes time to pay the bill, and so you will find there is a decline so much in early, can I teach just a little bit? There is such a decline in early conversion amongst Jews in the first apostolic age period right on up to the Nicene Creed and the establishment thereof. There is a constant falling away of Jews part because when the pressure is applied. So Jesus is saying to them, yeah, yeah, you say you believe me now, but let's see what time does to this. You, yeah, yeah, you say you love me now. Let's see what time does to this. Let, be, be, because what you're saying is wonderful and, and you might be free, but there's a difference between being free and being free indeed. There's a difference between embracing a liberating ideology and really walking in total freedom and wholeness and delivery. It's one thing to talk the talk and it's another thing to walk the walk. People are much better at talking good game than they are at playing good game. When they find out how much it costs you 
to really be committed, most people walk away. They like the idea of love, but not the reality of love. They like the idea of freedom, but not the reality of freedom, because freedom is a messy business. Freedom is a messy business. There, is no, there are no people in the world that became free without struggle. Freedom is a messy, radical, flamboyant business. People don't just set you free. They don't just give you the advantage of freedom when they have enjoyed the advantage of your entrapment. Come on, stay with me. So freedom is a messy business and you have to fight for it. It's the same way with love. It's really a tough business. It's, it's not tough on the honeymoon. Oh, it's good on the honeymoon. It's good in the dating process, but then when you really get to working it out, it really gets to be a messy business. It might not always have candles and music. Sometimes love is proven by hospital beds and affliction and tests and struggle. It starts out cute. But let me see how you continue. Just test somebody and say it costs you something. You, that's right, you will not microwave this. Some stuff doesn't cook well in the microwave because it's too fast. Good food takes time. You can get it done in a hurry, and yes, we can eat it, but if, it, if it's going to be good, you can't do a good pot roast in a microwave. It's not that it won't be cooked through, but really good food is slow cooked over long times. Jesus says, oh, I know what I'm talking about. Jesus says, if you continue, you shall be free indeed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I started thinking about Independence Day uh, in this country wasn't about food. Uh, in 1776, they wasn't sitting up eating hot dogs and ribs and talking about mama bring the potato salad. No, they were, they were fighting against taxation and tyranny, trying to gain independence so that they could be free. And over blood and pain and killings and shootings, Freedom costs something. Not salad, not baked beans, not cornrow muffins. No, it costs something before you can celebrate. It costs something. And so I started thinking about all of the innocent, innocent, in, the, because I fought back doesn't mean I wasn't innocent. Because if you hadn't took it, I wouldn't have had to fight. So I started thinking about all the innocent bloodshed that was necessary to get us where we are. 
that it costs something. And I thought, Lord, can there be freedom without costs? Which drove me back to the text which said, the freedom that would liberate these Jewish converts from the captivity of sin also required the bloodshed of the innocent. But the blood was the blood of... The blood was the blood of Jesus who had to pay the price to earn the freedom so that we might be free. Now, if you're not willing to talk about what it costs, you'll give it up easy. The problem with us never wanting to admit that we had to disrupt things, violate things, sometimes go against our own principles to get the freedom. If we can't admit what it costs, we won't protect what we got. Oh God, oh God. So Jesus says to them, I want you to be free and free Indeed. And I'm talking to you about what it costs to be free. I know you're up now, okay, as a person, as an individual. I know you're up now. I know you're stable now. I know you got it together now as a person, as an individual. But can I talk to you about what it costs? for you to get up. Let me talk about it from a parent's perspective. When your kids grow up and they mature, they end up okay. And when they end up okay, they really kind of forget what all they took you through. Come on, stay with me, stay with me. And now we sit up drinking Kool-Aid, but it costs so much. It, it costs me giving up my time and my freedom and, and not going where I wanted to go or doing what I wanted to do. It costs me buying for you when I couldn't buy for myself. It costs me getting into fights with neighbors that I'd have never had to fight with if my kid and their kid hadn't brought them into my life and wouldn't have been together. It costs me sacrificing for what I wanted to do to do what you want to do. It costs me enduring your insults and agonies and aggravations to get you to the point that you now understand where I'm coming from and even though you don't remember how much it costs oh oh, y'all ain't gonna talk to me this morning look at you as a believer today you settled out you yourself you settled out but it costs something to get where you are test me people and say it costs something to get where I am it costs something. I'm, I'm not just talking about school books and tuition. It costs something. It costs enduring some things. It costs overcoming some obstacle. It costs making some mistakes. I, some, some of it I got, but it was a hostile takeover. I had to fight my way out. I had to cry my way out. I had to crawl my way out. I had to do things I wish I hadn't have done to get where I am today. It cost, touch your neighbor and say it costs something. It costs, it costs. 
It costs, it costs, it costs years, it costs time, it costs hurt feelings and disappointments, it costs rejections and ostracization, it costs putting kids on my back, working a double job to get you to where you are, it costs something to get to where I am, it costs me some bad relationships, failed marriages, broken hearts, it costs y'all not gonna talk to me this It cost me something. That's why when I get ready to praise the Lord, I don't care how you look at me. You can't stare me down and take my praise. It costs me something. It costs me to clap my hands. It costs me to lift him up. It costs me to give him the glory. It costs, I wish I had a thousand praises that would give God a I define success as making a positive impact in the world. Being not only financially, but emotionally stable. Happiness in your life. Success is when what you see on the inside materializes on the outside. You have to build your vision out to become what you see. Bishop T.D. Jakes is providing you the tools you need to build your vision out with the SOAR experience. Along with other top entrepreneurs, Bishop will speak finance, business practices, and wisdom at an exclusive one-day-only event live at the Potter's House of Dallas and simulcast at the Potter's House at One Church LA and the Potter's House of Denver on October 7th. Entrepreneurship is not about a business alone. It's really about a mindset where you take responsibility and stop allowing other people to control your destiny your purpose and your value. Log on to tdjakes.org forward slash soar to register today. Richard Matt and David Sweat taught me the difference between free and free indeed. You remember Richard Matt and David Sweat? Yeah, these are the two escaped convicts who were in prison wishing they could be free and entering into a plot with a staff member decided that whatever we gotta do to get out of this, we will be free. So they planned an escape and it worked and they got out and they were free. But they were not free indeed because all the while they were shouting about being free they were looking over their shoulder wondering how long will the freedom last so it's one thing to be free and it's another thing Jesus said I didn't just come to set you free because you can be free and not be free indeed. I want you to be so free that you never have to look back over your shoulder. Is there anybody who's tired of living like a runaway? Scared that your yesterday is gonna catch up with your today? Slap your neighbor and tell him I wanna be free indeed. I don't want to be, I don't want to be 
I don't want to be free. I want to be free indeed. And then I, when, when I got to talking to the Brother Matt and then I went to the Word of God and said, it's always been like that. Said, when I brought my children out of Egypt, I brought them out from under Pharaoh's hand and they escaped Pharaoh and they were free. But they kept looking back over their shoulder because what they were free from was still chasing them. And when they got down to the Red Sea, God said, that's when I took them from free to free indeed. Because when I drowned Pharaoh in the Red Sea, now I understand why Miriam grabbed her tambourine. She wasn't shouting because she was free. Because as long as Pharaoh lived, she was only free. But when she saw Pharaoh drown in the Red Sea, she said, not only am I free, but I'm free indeed. When the struggle is over, you can give God the praise for being free. Indeed. Free, but the drugs are chasing me. Free, but I still got a temper out of control. Free, but I'm still fearful all the time and, and my fear is chasing me. Free, but I'm running from a bottle of Gordon's gin. Free, but I'm running from my history. Free, I'm free, but I'm not free indeed. The difference between a runaway slave and a free slave the runaway slave is free, but not free indeed. Got to change his name, got to change his looks, got to change his appearance, got to live on the run. We had a great uncle that we never found that ran away in the south and went up north. We never found him. He's a runaway. He could never contact his family again, but he was free, but he wasn't free indeed. So Jesus says, he says, if the Son have set you free. <laughs> he said, you are declared free. You are, you are documented free. Because as the Son abides forever, he said, I can decree a judicial act that sets you so free that you don't have to hide under bridges nor run from your fears for he whom the Son have set free is free indeed. And Paul got it in the New Testament and said there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. You don't have to run. You don't have to hide. I'm trying to lose somebody in here. You don't have to look back over your shoulder because you are not a runaway. You are free indeed. You can walk past the fire that once burned you and not be scorched because you are free indeed. 
when you are free indeed, you shock yourself because what used to get to you doesn't get to you anymore. What used to discourage you doesn't discourage you anymore. Can I get a witness in here? When you are free indeed, people who knew you then cannot understand you now because you don't react the way you used to react because you are free indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, you cannot win without a struggle. You cannot gain wisdom without mistakes. Mistakes give you wisdom. It is not what I did right that informed me. It is what I did wrong that informed me. But if I can never admit that I did things wrong, then I never grow to the freedom that makes you free indeed. Are you following what I'm saying? I know this is heavy for Sunday morning. When you get to the point that you are free indeed, you are not just conditionally free, but you are positionally free. When those two convicts escaped the prison, they were conditionally free, but because they were only conditionally free, they had to live on the run, not being positionally free. They apprehended again because the freedom was not free indeed. But he whom the Son have set free is free indeed. You know what I realized? They escaped jail trading one prison for another. One of them had bars you could see and the other one had bars you couldn't see. Oh God. Sometimes I watch people escape this to get that and that is worse. At least in prison they weren't being shot at. They could eat. They could sleep. But now, living on the run, you escape one hell for You jumped out of one bad relationship to get into... You swapped the devil and went on with the witch. Mama would say you jumped out of the frying pan But he whom the Son have set free is free indeed. If your life has been a series of swapping one kind of prison for another,
And if you're tired of jumping from the frying pan into the fire, swapping the devil for the witch, maybe it's time not to take your life into your own hands and climb out the window and sleep in the drain pipe. Is that really free? When Jesus said, if I declare you free, you are free indeed. Miriam danced at the drowning of Pharaoh because she didn't know what was in front of her and she didn't know what she would have to face, but she knew she wouldn't have to look back anymore. Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. Because it costs too much. For us to walk away with being free when we could be free indeed. Was that not just amazing? Don't you feel free? Don't you feel renewed, revived, and ready to go after your day with much more tenacity and faith than you had before? I just love how he does that. We wanna take some time to thank our partners for being a part of our vision and helping us to reach other people all over the world to give them a message of freedom and hope and love. So if you wanna be a part of our partnership, go to tdjpartners.org and join today. See you then, have a wonderful day. Do not worry. There's a battle going on in your mind. The enemy doesn't have to poison you. If he can get you to think the right stuff, you will think yourself to death. Worrying is to rehearse the problem without solution. But you have the ultimate solution and the one who will fight your battles when all hope seems lost. Wherever you run out, that's where he runs in. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive this life-changing four-message series on CD. If you open up and say, I'm out of it, I don't know what to do, I can't fix it, I can't bring it together, I can't handle it, he'll run in and fill up that gap. However, when your gift is $100 or more, you will receive the Do Not Worry series on CD, along with a Do Not Worry journal and mug as our thank you. Because when you say do not worry, you can get a clear word from God. Entrepreneurship is not about a business alone. It's really about a mindset where you take responsibility and stop allowing other people to control your destiny, your purpose, and your value. We didn't have water, we didn't have lights. I live in a senior's apartment complex. I'm homeless now. We're underwater for three days straight. We cried. My wife and I, my daughter, we cried. We all have to just pray for each other and take one day at a time. And we just like say, thank TDJ. Thank you to all of our GPS partners. With your help, Vegacare was able to provide disaster relief for those in need with volunteers, food, and supplies. I feel the love, and that's what I need right now. We're all family together right now. 
Hebrews 6.10, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.